Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. Hour number two of the Rob Carson Show. Hey, I want to mention something real quick. Um, we do have a new email. We have a new email. Yay! It's very simple. It is uh, Carson at Newsmax.com. Okay, I, and we've been very remiss, by the way, in, in getting this up and going. It used to be something else. It sounded like a corporate email. And, <laughs> and so I said, what are we going to come up with, you know, because we're the uh, the head of the what's called the Newsmax Radio Division. And uh, Chris Ruddy created this uh, this wonderful uh, ability to be able to uh, express myself anyway. And, and we're growing uh, because so many uh, entities are uh, being censored. Right, really. I mean, Fox News is a prime example. Last Monday, uh, Tucker Carlson was gangbusters, man. All sorts of, he had been entrusted by uh, by Kevin McCarthy and the people of this country. He's going to get the truth out about January the 6th, and he got the kibosh uh, on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And uh, Chris Ruddy's never done that with me, by the way. And uh, if you watch Rob Carson's What in the World this weekend, you saw that, by the way, the, my comedy show. But uh, anyway, back to the original thought here, which is I've got a new uh, a new uh, email, and it's Carson at Newsmax.com. It embraces the company Newsmax, which is a great company, by the way. And by the way, uh, Newsmax, if you've been a fan of Newsmax, you'll notice they haven't betrayed your trust like, uh, I don't know, Tucker Carlson did last week and uh, and Fox News. And I don't even know if it's Tucker Carlson. <clears throat> I like Tucker Carlson. I got no problem with him. But clearly, if you're, if you're going to... Go on the air on Tuesday. Explain to us why the hell you're not talking about what you talked about on Monday. Okay? Don't just expect it to go away. Don't just expect after all of this blockbuster stuff with Jacob Chansley, it's proven. He wasn't there. He wasn't causing a violence. He's imprisoned improperly. He should not be unjustly. He needs to be released from prison right away. We know that. We know that Brian Sicknick was not murdered. All right. We know that there are several other narratives that went the wayside with Tucker Carlson on Monday. But Tuesday, Tucker Carlson acted like Monday never happened. So if there's any debate at all, uh, honestly, it's Falderall because clearly somebody put the heavy on him. Because I don't think that out of 44,000 hours of video, Tucker Carlson's three minutes of video was it. And hopefully, and I've heard Kevin McCarthy is going to unleash the video so everybody can look at it. And that has to happen. Because if Tucker could get shut down, anybody can get shut down. So Carson at Newsmax.com is my uh, is my email. This morning, in case you haven't heard about it, it's kind of funny. 
I guess it would be it would be uh, it would be funny if it weren't so serious. Joe Biden comes on and says that the uh, financial system is completely safe, that the collapse of F- SVB Bank is really no big deal at all, and immediately this morning as soon as the markets opened up Trading halted in dozens of banks after their shell their uh, their shares fell by up to seventy five percent. In other words, everything that Joe Biden touches turns to crap. I was and, saddened uh, over the collapse of SVB. That's my favorite show in the Law and Order franchise. I no, love Ice T. In the hole again. <laughs> Joe Biden's got us in the hole again. We're doing so much worse since Sleepy Joe got in And Biden has us in the hole again This is Jim Gossett Our bank failed again (laughs) Joe Biden caused the bank to fail again Large Chinese The Trump recovery he ruined with his pen And we're all trapped in Biden's hole again What a Chinese tech funded by the bank In the hole again Every day it seems the stock market is falling Out of control again The economy under Biden is stalling It's galling Got to vote again (laughs) You've got to get out there and vote again Can't give the Democrats another crooked win Or we'll be stuck in Biden's hole again That sounds kind of... Yeah, we'll be stuck in Biden's hole again I I don't think I want to do that can't let this happen once again. <laughs> that is awesome. That is new from uh, Jim Gossett. If you want to help out Jim, by the way, he has a Patreon page. It's P A T R E O N. And Patreon is a way you can support artists who've been blacklisted a lot of the times or people who are just trying to get a platform and pay for their passion, which is maybe punditry or comedy or whatever. Uh, and so Patreon is a Jim Gossett comedy if you want to help him out because. Because he is a conservative, because he's associated with this show uh, and other conservative uh, outlets, uh, he's been kind of blacklisted since Joe Biden took office. So if you want to help him out, just go to Patreon, Jim Gossett Show. And, and just want to show you this real quick here before we uh, launch into the January the 6th stuff and then into the Oscars. <clears throat> this administration is so down with China. We know that uh, a lot of Chinese tech startups had been working for decades with SVB. We know that Joe Biden says we're not going to bail out. Taxpayers are not going to bail out SVB. But the FDIC is, which means that you're going to end up paying for it. Uh, we're going to end up paying for it. And, and in, in, inexorably, banking collapses are always based on a couple of things. Lack of government, uh, meaningful oversight, and knowing that uh, the banks are going to get covered. And they are run by people who enrich themselves, and then as soon as their bad policies start to collapse on them, then they get golden parachutes, and the government uh, bails them out. Meanwhile, the people in East Palestine, Ohio, get nothing, not a damned thing during their hour of crisis. But by God, if it says Silicon Valley Bank, you bet the government's going to be there to bail their butts out. This is our energy 
secretary, Jennifer Grandholm, who's cute as a bug's ear, but dumb as a box of rocks without the box. And here she is, and this is kind of a metaphor for the, uh, the Biden administration as a whole. Uh, we should get our cues from China with regard to green energy. The countries all are susceptible to pressure, to peer pressure. They don't want to be the outlier. I mean, there's a couple of countries that we know are outliers and don't care. But, but I think China has done, um, has been very sensitive and has actually invested a lot in their solutions uh, to achieve their goals. So we're, we're hopeful that, you know, we can all learn from what China is doing, but wow. the amount of money that they're investing wow. in clean energy is actually, you know, uh, encouraging. Okay, that woman is uh, is completely clueless. China's building more coal-fired plants than anybody. They're not uh, even remotely involved with the Paris Climate Accords. And uh, China also enslaves people. There is that. They <clears throat> The whole enslavement thing, that kind of happens. And I don't know when you try to expose things like uh, the fact that the, uh, the virus came from the Wuhan lab. Uh, the Chinese Communist Party will just make you disappear. Other than that, we should follow their lead completely. And actually, we have. Our federal government has with regard to censorship and all sorts of stuff. So I, I think you can take your cue from uh, Jennifer Granholm about the seriousness of this administration and how embedded in the uh, Chinese Communist Party that uh, they are, thanks to Joe Biden. Let's go to Raul in Santa Cruz, California, the home of KSCO, our glorious uh, Raul. It's Raul. Raul, welcome to the show, man. What's up? Rob, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. What's up? Listen, I think you're being too hard on Tucker on this, and I want to tell you why. Why? Uh, I watched. I watched. The, I watched the material. I watched the first night. It was excellent. It was hard hitting. He did a great job on opening the door to uh, what could be serious, uh, serious corruption on this. I think it's been really, uh, uh, really mismanaged. However, I think you're expecting too much for him to take turn it into a weekly show that all he talks about is, uh, you know, the the January uh, 8th thing, because it's just not, it's not the way they do weekly broadcasting. They, they give the, they give the viewers different material each night, because that's what they yes. want. Well, Raul, uh, I understand what you're saying, but you see, Tucker Carlson is the only outlet that was given access to 44,000 hours of video from January the 6th, and he and his staff worked on it for well over a week, and they came up with about two minutes, maybe three minutes of footage with regard to Brian Sicknick and uh, Jacob Chansley. So uh, I, I'm going to disagree with you on this, Raul, because he never mentioned, really, I mean, he did a little bit on Tuesday. He had a former Capitol Police lieutenant who was there for 20 years who left. Uh, but then the story just kind of went away Tuesday through Friday. So if, if you if you're, what you're saying is, uh, is true and you believe that Tucker Carlson has a lot of stuff, but there were other things in the news cycle that would merit uh, sharing things other than the January 6th video, uh, then I would assume you might believe that today he'd bring back the January the 6th video story, or is it over? Rob, I'd love to think that, you know, because like you say, there's a lot of material. Um, I'm pulling for those people. I've been calling uh, KSCO uh, regularly to the attorneys. Yeah. The attorneys have a show on our station, our local station out here, and yeah. I ask them, what would you do if your father or mother were in that prison right now? What would you do if your brother or best friend were locked away for years? How would you address this? How would you, uh, how would you go in on this? You know, and I, 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 I'm, 
I feel like you, man. I, I, I feel like it's a great, it's a grave injustice. It's a best deal. It's the best yeah. deal. It's, it's, it is the best deal. Awesome. We've got we've got a uh, bourgeois and a proletariat. The bourgeois moves to Washington D.C., spends their entire lives uh, telling us how to live ours, enriches themselves beyond our wildest dreams. Raul, I don't know about you, but uh, have you ever gone to the grocery store and uh, not had a budget, just could buy anything that you want? Rarely, that's unusual. Okay, but have you ever have you ever been able to do that? Because everybody in Washington D.C. Uh, who works for the federal government, at least in power, they don't have to worry about stuff like that. Rob, I think what you need to do. I mean, my suggestion would be yes. What is don't it? don't don't be little don't be little uh, Tucker. Don't put him down. Uh, encourage not. him. Encru- I, encourage not. him to bring out more material. Okay. Uh, and encourage him to do his job to bring out more material. Yes. Don't don't make him you know don't make no, him no, no. feel like he failed us. I understand. Thanks for the call. Uh, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. But what I don't like is knowing clearly there was a shift in the programming on Tuesday. Tucker Carlson, I'm sure, had a week ready to share with everybody. And he clearly was stopped from sharing that information. It is a damn shame that a man on television that many people trust will not explain to you why they did that. Now, I had a theory last week, if you were watching, and I watch Eric Bowling, and I watch Tucker, I switch back and forth, and because uh, I, I love me some Newsmax, and I love Rob Schmidt and Chris Salcedo and Rob Finnerty and all those guys, but I was watching Tucker carefully. I think it was Wednesday or Thursday, Tucker's coverage was bizarre. I think it was Wednesday. He opened with a uh, an unimportant story about a transgendered individual. Then he moved on to <clears throat> a uh, story of seven sheep uh, escaping the slaughter, and they brought on some farmers to talk about that. And then at the end of the show, he did the testimony of Matt Taibbi and uh, Michael Schellenberger about the disinformation industry complex, the censorship industry complex in the country. That said to me that clearly that doesn't make any sense. And I thought maybe it was a way for Tucker to show you and me that somebody else else in charge, and so while they're doing that, he's just gonna, he's just gonna blow it up. He's just gonna, you know what? Screw it. Let's put a transgender story at the top. Let's do this story, and at the very end of the newscast, we'll put the most important story of the day. Since we're not talking about January the sixth, since Rupert Murdoch and the powers that be told me to shut up about it, that's just my gut. And my gut is generally right, generally right. I've got a little bit more on this. I want to move on to some things that happened at the Oscars last night. And I know that many of you chose not to watch the Oscars. I get it. But I will tell you that some, there, there is a shift happening. Uh, it is beginning to uh, hit Hollywood. It is beginning to hit uh, the financial sector that the American people, when they say no, you'd better listen to them. That's coming up. The number here is 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. The Swamp Feasts, while we're expected to dine on the crumbs. To those who strove to deter us from our responsibility, you have failed. Time to send those crumb suckers home. It's The Rob Carson Show. Virtually every moment of his time inside the Capitol was caught on tape. The tapes show the Capitol Police never stopped Jacob Chansley. They helped him. 
They acted as his tour guides. Here now, this is true. We found this out on Monday of last week. And then nothing. And then no more new footage from the January the 6th tapes came out. And I, I have a funny feeling that uh, there was some sort of litigious argument, meaning that Tucker Carlson essentially was told he faced it. Uh, I think that he faced some sort of financial jeopardy for doing this. That, that's what I think. Because there's only one thing that would stop Tucker Carlson from doing it. It's not, it's not Fox News executives telling him to shut up, because all he can do is just take the 20, 30 million, 50 million, whatever he has in the bank, and leave. He has that sort of financial security. Uh, what I think, and there's been a lot of this heavy hand of uh, lawsuits coming down, and then and, and Fox is a part of that, a $1.5 billion lawsuit by Dominion, uh, Dominion Voting Systems. So, uh, you know, and uh, there are other news agencies that have been threatened with a heavy hand of these massive lawsuits. Even if they're baseless, they end up costing the company a great deal. So I kind of wonder what the hell's going on with, uh, with Tucker Carlson. And that's the only thing I could really come up with. Because when you're that rich, money doesn't mean anything until somebody threatens to take every penny away from you. And so that's kind of what I think. This is what Megan uh, Kelly said about Tucker Carlson last week. It's not like, I mean, trust me, I worked at Fox for many years. So if somebody gets a big, big scoop, you, you know, you, you ride it. You ride the wave. Yeah, and no other uh, shows really talked about the blockbuster footage that Tucker Carlson shared on Monday. You blanket the channel with it. You have it exclusively. It's yours. Nobody else has it. Um, the fact that it's not ubiquitous across the channel definitely says something. Yeah, and they're probably spooked by the lawsuit in and of itself. Ah, ah. Mm -hmm. But there that's that's no excuse not to ride your own reporting. Either you stand by it or you don't. Either yep. it belongs on the channel or it doesn't. Yep. You know, it, either if Tucker airs it, it's it's fair game for the channel. You can't just have like run and hide once he breaks this big story. It's like oh, it's not happening. That that makes. It's uh, it's funny and, and a kind of a non-related thing. You know, Nancy Pelosi's uh, daughter was there, just happened to be there, with a high production value film crew to film whatever the hell it was. Nancy Pelosi, maybe in her moments where she's not drunk. Uh, but anyway, it, it's kind of strange that happened because uh, her son-in-law, obviously her daughter's husband, was outside getting footage in front of the Capitol and took a selfie with Jacob Chansley. I'm serious. I put it on social media. He was non-threatened, but so not threatened by Jacob Chansley, the QAnon shaman, as they call him, that they got a selfie with him. And then Nancy Pelosi. Here's some of the footage. She was absolutely parroting that Donald Trump caused this while people were out in front of the Capitol. Listen to it was a setup. Uh, Governor, I don't know if you had been approached about the. Uh, Virginia National Guard, Mr. Hoyer, was connect, uh, speaking to... She's talking to the then-Democrat governor of Virginia. Uh, uh, governor Hogan, uh, but I still think you probably need the okay of the, uh, the federal government in order to come into another jurisdiction. She'd already been offered the National Guard by Donald Trump. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. They're just breaking windows. They're doing all, all kinds. Of, it's really that somebody, they said somebody was shot. It's just, it's just horrendous. And all at the instigation of the President of the United States. And all at the instigation of the President of the United States. There you go. So, oh, the damage and the windows are breaking. And all because Donald Trump. Okay, thank you, Governor. I appreciate wow. what you're doing. <laughs> If you don't mind, I'd like to stay in touch. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Bye-bye. Virginia Guard has been called in. You know, I'm just talking to Governor Northam. And what he said is 
They sent 200 of state police yeah. and a unit of the National Guard. Yeah. They're breaking windows and going in, uh, uh, obviously. Because they had been infiltrated by Antifa. Ransacking our offices and all the rest of that. That's nothing. The, uh, the concern we have about uh, personal harm, safety. personal safety is it just transcends everything. But the fact is, on any given day, they're breaking the law in many different ways. And quite frankly, much of it at the instigation of the President of the United States. What? Did you hear that? Here, Let's hear it again. Here she is in a scripted response. Different ways. And quite frankly, much of it at the instigation of the President of the United States. She had her talking points locked and loaded. Oh, yeah. I got more on this coming up. And then we're going to talk Oscars and Disinformation Inc. is going bankrupt. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, it's Carson. Biden's America is crushing us. You've got companies laying off tens of thousands of workers one day after another. Americans working two jobs just to get by. Inflation pushing hard. Families to the brink. Hell, just look at the price of eggs. And the digital dollar could be coming down the pipeline to completely destroy our way of life. The truth is, you need a plan. You know it. I know it. And that's why I partnered with the great company Gold Co. So you can diversify your savings and investments with gold and silver before things get worse. They are six-time Inc. 500 winner, 2022 Company of the Year with thousands of five-star reviews and have helped people like you and me place over $1 billion in gold and silver. They're offering up to $10,000 in free silver while supplies last, only if you call them today. Qualified callers will get a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin, so don't wait. Call 855-735-3740, 855-735-3740. That's 855-735-3740. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Driving snowflakes and candy aisle kids crazier every day. It's the Rob Carson Show. You know, it's kind of interesting. While Nancy Pelosi was immediately, immediately, while things were happening at the Capitol, blaming it on Donald Trump. (laughs) It's just amazing. Here she is, literally, at 5 o'clock in the afternoon that day. Everything, but the fact is, on any given day, they're breaking the law in many different ways. And quite frankly, much of it at the instigation of the President of the United States. Well, that's kind of interesting, is that she's so concerned about blaming somebody that it was like number one on her list, which, you know, says to me what we all believe. It was a setup, and she was a part of it. And that's just it. And it's going to come out. It, it, it's going to come out. She, it was a setup. She was a part of it. That's going to come Why isn't she talking lately? Have you noticed that? But one piece of video that uh, immediately was shut down on social media. I mean, immediately, that day, literally. And Jacob Chansley literally quoted Donald Trump tweeting about going home we know that there's something going on, but go home peacefully. Here's the video that everybody banned ban- that day, literally. You, you had a hard time hearing Donald Trump saying this. I know you're hurt. We had an election that was stolen from us. It was a landslide election, 
and everyone knows it, especially the other side. But you have to go home now. We have to have peace. We have to have law and order. We have to respect our great. Isn't that interesting? That kind of goes against what Nancy Pelosi's saying just there in front of her uh, daughter doing a documentary that day. People in law and order. We don't want anybody hurt. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this where such a thing happened, where they could take it away from all of us, from me, from you, from our country. Denier. This was a fraudulent election. But we can't play into the hands of these people. And that's what Nancy Pelosi wanted to happen. And that's why so many people are in jail and why a thousand people have been pursued by the FBI using their cell phone data while they've done nothing to go after the cell phone data of people who surrounded a courthouse in Portland, Oregon and tried to burn it down for 100 days. Yeah, kind of interesting how that happens. Oh, and then there's this. The January 6th committee admitted that it failed to give the American people a fair and accurate assessment of the riots. In a statement to CNN, Chairman Benny Thompson uh, arrested, uh, asserted, I should say, ooh, wouldn't that be nice, uh, asserted the panel never analyzed the never-before-seen January the 6th footage aired on Tucker Carlson's show. Benny Thompson says he's never seen it before, even though Tucker Carlson said, no, no, it's already bookmarked. You could tell. Uh, the Democrat, the J6 committee members literally went there, and they looked at the video, they bookmarked it, and uh, they ignored it. So that's a lie. He said, I'm not aware any, uh, uh, of any member of the committee who had access. We had a team of employees who kind of went through the video. So they convicted a man after not seeing the evidence and then covering up some of it. Okay, so your argument about the January the 6th panel being fair is uh, not only moot, it was dead on arrival. But that, of course, didn't stop Congress from investing a lot of money in it. I don't know if you knew this, but the, uh, where is it? I got the information here. The uh, Congress spent like $28 million on the uh, January the 6th uh, hearing and investigation, and uh, they're only spending like $2 million on the uh, investigation to uncover how uh, 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 the censorship, the censorship industrial complex. So there is, uh, there is that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Weaponization Committee is structurally set up to fail. The committee has five staffers and a budget of $2 million, whereas Rhino former Congresswoman Liz Cheney's sham January the 6th committee had 98 staffers and $18 million, and uh, 48.5 million and 178 staffers were dedicated to the Watergate committee. So there you go. There you go. And one more thing on this before we uh, move on. A feminist author, Naomi Wolf, who's been a guest on this show, and I, and I texted her a bunch of times this weekend because I do respect. She's a liberal. She's not a leftist. She's a liberal. She's a lifelong liberal and civil libertarian. She said that the January the 6th uh, event was a setup. We had a talk this weekend, and she says, I in no way, shape, or form endorse any sort of violence that happened that day. Well, duh, nobody does. But she did say that uh, peaceful Republicans and conservatives as a whole have been demonized by the story told by Democrats in leadership of what happened that day. There you go. And eventually, it's all going to come out. It's all going to come out. Yeah. Oh, but it's kind of funny because, um, you know, Eric Swallows, well, Swallow, Swallow, 
Anyway, Eric Swalwell, who uh, who had sex with a Chinese spy, she literally had a he he literally had a relationship with a Chinese spy for like a year, and then after it was discovered, the Chinese ordered her out of the country, which means uh, they ordered Chinese takeout. Uh, but he did; he had a sexual relationship with a spy. And he's saying that uh, because Tucker Carlson unveiled the video last week, that Fox News should not be broadcast to our soldiers. I don't know what kind of sense this makes, but this is what he said. Well, again, I, I think about our troops, and I, I've been all over the world and have visited our troops uh, in some of the harshest places, and uh, nothing makes them feel more like home uh, than their access you know, to American television programming and so let's ban some of it and a popular channel is fox news and again i, I don't want to get in the business of telling troops what they can and cannot watch so we'll just go ahead and make the decision for them uh, but if you have a news station that a court is going to rule uh, is uh, in its evening hour uh, you know perpetuating dis and misinformation uh, i don't know if i disagree with both vets who are saying uh, that we need to take a look at, uh, you know, how this is being broadcast to our troops. So he, he literally says that I don't believe that the troops should be restricted with what they view, but I think that the that Fox News should be restricted from the troops. It's kind of funny. Did I mention he slept with a Chinese spy? So well, had a little bang bang with a little bang bang, a Chinese spy. Bang bang, bang bang, was his little honey, helped him raise money, and that is why hey. he's out. There's no doubt, an affair he can't defend. Jim Gossett. Bang bang, Eric's little bang bang, got him in the end. Bang bang, Eric's little <laughs> bang bang, proved he's China's friend. Oh, yeah. Ship has a tiny little pencil, a tiny little pencil, a pencil neck. He is no more than a token. Many laws he's broken, we suspect. Uh. Omar, she went too far. An anti-Semite clown. Ships Swalwell and Omar. I'm glad that they went down. Oh. Ships Swalwell and Omar. Let's run them out of town. Yeah. That is uh, Jim Gossett and his take on Eric Swalwell. It just is, it's so, it, it would be funny if it weren't so bloody serious, right? I mean, it would be funny. The ham-handed cover-up that the Democrat Party has been feeding us on so many things. It's been exposed last week with the uh, testimony of Matt Taibbi of Rolling Stone and uh, Michael Schallenbarger, both two reliable liberals. Uh, Matt Taibbi, I mean, honestly, uh, ACLU uh, back in liberal from way, way back, and he, even he admitted last week that... Uh, our government is corrupt. I mean, just beyond, beyond corrupt. And uh, and my goal here is to uh, expose that and then also uh, to make fun of it before the trials begin and all these SOBs go to jail for what they've done. There you go. Did you watch the Oscars last night? I'm sure many of you say, oh, no, hell no, I don't have anything to do with Hollywood anymore. And I understand that. I understand that. But the amazing thing that uh, we are beginning to see is that with regard to a lot of this woke nonsense, people are saying no. That's why Disney is in such turmoil right now. Disney decided to play political games last year when Ron DeSantis said that we don't want the sexualization of children in our schools. We don't want this transgender nonsense taught in schools. We don't want kids to decide what gender they are when they're in kindergarten because 
uh, I'll just say what I said to my toddler children. If you're born with a pee-pee, you're a boy. And if you're born with a nina, you're a girl. Uh, that is a universal truth. We discovered that as a universal truth, despite it all. That said, uh, Disney decided to call the legislation that uh, uh, Ron DeSantis proposed to protect our children from sex and sexuality, the Don't Say Gay Bill. That's what they did. And then they did a lot of other woke nonsense at the parks and whatnot. And the Disney employees, even Disney employees said, we're not down with this. We're not cool with this at all because we are a destination where parents take their children. And right now they're literally supporting legislation that uh, de facto uh, supports grooming children. All right. So Ron DeSantis went after Disney and you and I went after Disney. Same thing happened with Netflix. When Netflix went woke, a lot of people left Netflix. A lot of people have left Disney Plus streaming because they're just tired of the nonsense. Do what you do. Stay in your wheelhouse. Get off the politics and the narrative crap. Okay? All right? You know, go on that stupid, uh, it's a small world, right? Leave it the hell alone. Of course, they got rid of the Splash Mountain theme because I guess it's racist, even though it was created in 1990 and, you know, whatever. So I understand why, uh, why you, you know, you might not watch the Oscars, but I'm telling you, you have an impact. Last night I watched the whole broadcast with my family. And even Jimmy Kimmel, who I cannot stand because he's a tool, stayed largely away from the woke nonsense. Uh, and, and whoever wrote his monologue, it was actually pretty good. He went after Will Smith and other things. He did slip one in later in the broadcast. And then also the director of, uh, of uh, the movie, I always forget the name of it, uh, Everything Everywhere in, in Between, said something stupid about drag queens, whatever. But by and large, I think people at the Oscars were told, stay in your wheelhouse. Nobody cares about your political thoughts. It kills our ratings. And consequently, they, they did. So a few things that I noticed last night in the broadcast, I wrote these down, um, was that, uh, well, one of the things is, the positive is, Hollywood, we give them a lot of credit for holding more sway than they really do. They're all just a bunch of people who need your approval desperately. They really are. They, they need your approval desperately. And now it's starting to hit their bottom line that you're not giving their, your approval to them and it's starting to hurt their bottom line. Another positive I saw, there were some people in the, the, who won awards last night, not political people, Brendan Fraser, uh, the guy who played uh, Short Round uh, in the Indiana Jones uh, Temple of Doom. He, he came back 30 years in the industry, completely shunned, come back one best supporting. Brendan Fraser, shunned by the industry, uh, comes back. The, uh, the lead actress for Everything Everywhere in Between, uh, uh, not so political. Again, 60 years old, uh, come back, wins best Oscar acting. I think that's great as, uh, as kind of a message to people who, you know, if you've been on the planet as long as I have, uh, you know, maybe you're in a place in your life where you're hoping that things were better. We're hoping that things, uh, you know, would change in your life. You can be that change. It's never too late. So that I took from that. I thought that was positive. Also, the American dream. The American dream showed last night with not only the, uh, the Oscar win for Best Supporting Actor going to Ki Hu Kwan. I don't know how to pronounce this. I know who he is. He was in Goonies and all this. And he won last night. And it was really amazing. And here is his story. This is something we haven't heard at an Oscars uh, in a while. Here is he talking about being an immigrant uh, and making it in America. My journey started on a boat. I spent a year in a refugee camp. 
And somehow, I ended up here on Hollywood's biggest stage. They say stories like this only happen in the movies. I cannot believe it's happening to me. This, this is the American dream. All right, and then what he means by that is you can be the top in your field. You can be, well, what he is, an international star when you come to America. So that was, I think, a positive message on his part. And by the way, it's a very good movie. It, it's hard to watch. I'll tell you that right now. And if you have a propensity towards some sort of a, uh, seizures, um, uh, you probably want to stay away from it because it'll really mess with you. I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. It was a very good movie. Uh, on the way, the woman who won Best Actor for that movie calls out Don Lemon, and then I got a couple other thoughts before we move on to other stuff. And again, if you want to chime in, that's uh, that's welcome as well. Uh, you, Alex and Chris, you hold on. Guys, Michelle, you hold on. I'll be with you, I promise. This is The Rob Carson Show. To all the Brandons out there, we salute you and say, let's go, Brandon. It's The Rob Carson Show. Kind of interesting, and I don't have it in front of me, but last night, one of the things I saw was a, a little montage about women in uh, in cinema and whatnot, and none of them had penises at birth. It was kind of weird. It was exclusively women. And that says to me that uh, people are beginning to awaken to this transgender nonsense, displacing women, and is the ultimate mansplaining. When you uh, allow someone to be a man for 45, 50 years of their life, or in the case of Kendall uh, or Caitlyn Jenner, 65, and then uh, displace all women to become the woman of the year, the year you become a woman. So I think maybe that's starting to sink in, and it should, and women should be, quite frankly, really ticked off about it. So uh, that aside, let's go to Alex in Baltimore. He wants to talk about Tucker Carlson and why he's uh, kind of gotten off of the uh, January the yep. 6th footage after Monday. What's up, buddy? Go ahead. Okay, thanks for the call. I've been waiting for probably 40 minutes just because I'm streaming at the radio. Go. I have your answer why Tucker Carlson is not putting more out there. Go. And the, the simple reason is January 6, 2020, was when this um, protest took place. But they didn't start to form the committee and do any hot and heavy investigation until the summer of 21, right around what? Election time. Okay. So why would Tucker Carlson put all this information he has out there? And as a matter of fact, why should Congress be right now browbeating all of the people that we want browbeated? Uh, we, we need to wait until the summer before the election and then we've got all this time to get everything in order, and then you go with it. Well, um, the, the thing is, uh, it was all precipitated by the release of the video to Tucker Carlson. And well, so he, he put some out there, but he's yes. slow playing it. Yeah, I, think I think the Republicans are rightfully slow playing this, getting everything in order, and then you're going to start to see indictments and people getting questioned come next summer during the election time. Come this well, summer. I, I, I disagree. I understand what you're trying to say. We certainly want to use it around election time, but I do believe this was all precipitated by the fact that Kevin McCarthy gave Tucker Carlson exclusive uh, exclusive access to the video. So, okay, so we'll, we'll know if more comes out later, right? That would you be bet. You bet, Alex. Yeah. Hey, listen, I okay. appreciate you holding on, man. It means a lot. You know, I, I do appreciate no the feedback. Uh, let's go to Chris. Chris, my buddy in Fort Worth. How you doing, my, my friend? What's going on? Bob, it's your man. Chris in Fortress, Fort Worth. Yes. Oh, man, I'm hunkering down, man. We're getting bombarded with all kinds of weird news. Uh-huh. But I'm really upset. Uh, what? With, uh, Fox and uh, Tucker Carlson. Somebody got to them or something. 
because 40,000 hours of video, I've only seen some snippets. I like what I saw, the little I saw, because it justified what I felt. But in the meantime, Fox has shut it down. Now, this should be public domain information at this point. Yes. Yes. The American people must know the truth because we're mature enough to handle it. Yes. And uh, I'm just fed up with, you know, this, the country's gone to crap. Yeah. And the, the man that's in charge is not even able to make any decisions. The Pelosi's got her head up there, you know what? Yeah. And uh, everybody, all the Democrats and Republicans are attacking the video. And I'm like, shut up. Yeah, yeah. And, well, Chris, uh, I'm fed up. Yeah, I, I, I know, I, I know, and I and I am too. But you know what, Chris? I'm I'm looking at this very uh, uh, positively. I think there are some really good things that are happening. That testimony on Capitol Hill last week, exposing the fact that Anthony Fauci knew uh, what was going on with the origins of the virus and paid off scientists to shut up. We found that last week because two government agencies made yep. it official. They said it came from the lab. That's a positive. January the sixth tapes unveiled showed that uh, people inside the Capitol were peaceful. They were violent outside where the crowd had been infiltrated, among other things. And another thing, it's caused a cascade of other video to now be on Twitter that really exposes stuff. So I'm staying positive, Chris. I got to run. I got to run because I got to take a break, but I do appreciate it. Uh, More on this, much more, and then also a little bit more on the Oscars uh, and some movies. I got to tell you, I I, I think it was a really good movie. Just good. It's a good year to watch entertainment. I do. There's a lot of woke nonsense, but there's a lot of good stuff out there too as well. This, my friends, is the Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. Last hour of the show, if you'd like to write me personally, Carson at Newsmax.com. That's that easy. It's Carson at Newsmax.com. Also, if you want to uh, listen to the podcast of the show, it's on all the uh, major players, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and whatnot. Uh, If you want a compendium of all of those, go to Newsmax.com slash listen, okay? And you can hear, um, for instance, uh, last Tuesday's epic monologue. It was an epic monologue about um, Voltaire. 
And a quote that Voltaire said that those who can, who are, uh, uh, who believe absurdities can commit atrocities. And then I brought it in and it was, uh, I've gotten a lot of great feedback on it. Uh, from, I mean, a lot of feedback on it. And, uh, if you want to check it out, that newsmax.com slash, uh, listen. Before we dive into, uh, disinformation, Inc. <clears throat> uh, and how it's being exposed and uh, throttled, and also, uh, by the way, the diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, the uh, bleep is sitting the wall there, too. We'll get to all that. I, I did. I watched the Oscars last night, and, um, and I'm going to mention a couple things here because I think uh, there, was some, there was some really good, uh, there's some very good offerings. Um, I live in Kansas City. In Kansas City, there is a museum that is uh, uh, largely forgotten by the American public. It's the World War I Museum. It is a... It's unbelievable. It is. Uh, it's unbelievable. I remember after I watched All's Quiet on the Western Front this year, and um, it, it reminded me kind of Das Boot because Das Boot was a, a, a movie made, a foreign movie, particularly with uh, re- regard to the German army, uh, from the, the perspective of a German soldier, an enemy soldier, and it shows to some degree that you know. Uh, a lot of the times, no matter what your nationality, uh, young men are cannon fodder for the world's conflicts. And some have been very just, and some, no, not so much. But it, it, was, it kind of reminded me of Das Boot, and, it, and actually the end mirrored Das Boot, uh, which was a movie about a German U-boat. Anyway, that's it. Saw Elvis. Uh, I'm an Elvis fan. I thought I knew everything about Elvis. I didn't know... Um, a lot of the things in this movie. I mean, I was an Elvis fan. I cried for a year. I was in elementary school when he died. I cried for a year when he died. I got all my Elvis memorabilia downstairs, right? Great movie. Had no idea about Colonel Tom Parker. Much more sympathetic look at Elvis Presley's life. Spectacular. The Banshees of Insherman. Right up there with Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, or 12 Angry Men as far as dialogue. Just unbelievable screenplay. It, it, Absolutely incredible acting, and it will blow your mind. It is so well acted, and there are some plot twists that you go, this can't be happening. It's nuts. Um, The Fablemans, really, really good movies. My son's favorite movie of last year. It is an outstanding movie. One thing that I thought was great this year, Judd Hirsch who I you know, remember when I was a kid, he was in Taxi. He's made such a major comeback as an actor pushing 90 years old. Uh, that movie is spectacular. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once is a movie that, uh, as I was watching it, I couldn't comprehend how anybody who could, could dream this up. It's so brilliantly complex and crazy and awesome. I couldn't, and it was filmed in 40 days. You, you want to you wanna sit down when you watch this. It, it's, it's intense. Uh, Puss in Boots, animated movie. I think it's the best animated movie ever made. Uh, the uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, one for the animated. Brilliant movie as well. Turning Red, very good movie. I didn't think it was in the same league. It's pretty good. Uh, let me see what else. Um, Top Gun Maverick, duh, great, 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 great movie. Loved it, loved it, loved it. And the great thing about it is it made more money than everybody except for Avatar, okay? 
And uh, both the director of Avatar and Tom Cruise blew off the Oscar ceremony last night because they just basically said, you know what? We made our money. We don't need to play that, that uh, high school game. I thought that was kind of cool. What else did I see? Oh, Glass Onion. Very, very good movie. Not convinced uh, of uh, Daniel Craig with his accent in it. Eh. Also saw The Elephant Whisperer and some of the other documentaries. Uh, you know, so there's, there's, listen, we have so many choices right now as far as entertainment. And the positive is, with regard to the Oscars last night, I think that they realize that we're done with woke crap. I really, really do believe that. I think they understand it. And that, that's a positive. We did see some, some uh, you know, little bits and little flashes of it. Like, for instance, Jimmy Kimmel doing this joke, which kind of fell flat last night about January the 6th and Tucker Carlson. Anyone who's ever received a text message from their father knows how important editing is. Editors <laughs> do amazing things. Yeah, that's the, Editors that's the can turn 44,000 hours of violent insurrection footage into a respectful sightseeing tour of the Capitol. Yeah, you know what? And the January 6th committee was able to take that same 44,000 hours and uh, show us none of that because even Benny Johnson, one of the, the chairs of it, said he didn't even see the tape. So there is that. There is that. Oh, and then, uh, then this last night. This is Michelle Yeoh, who won for her uh, lead role in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And here's what she had to say. She did do kind of a little PC thing at the beginning. She said, I wanted to see little boys and girls who look like me, you know, win, even though Asian people and Indian people make more than white people in this country. <laughs> Asian and Indian people are kicking ass economically in this country. They are. They're beating even old privileged white people. It's crazy. But then she went on to say this. For all the little boys and girls who look like me watching tonight, <laughs> this yeah, okay, you know. is a beacon of hope and possibilities. This is proof that dreams dream big and dreams do come true. And ladies, don't let anybody tell you you are ever past your prime. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's a, that's a smackdown of, of Don Lemon of CNN. Can you believe that? That is crazy. Crazy. And then, and then the guy who played uh, the uh, lead um, in the, uh, I always forget his name. because it's, it's, it's hard to pronounce, and I apologize for that. Uh, but the, uh, the lead actor in the, uh, in the movie Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, he's the guy who pl he played in Goonies, and he also played a short round in the uh, second Indiana Jones movie. And uh, he had been uh, basically forgotten, forgotten by the industry, I should say, completely forgotten by the industry until... Until he got into his 50s and he did this. My journey started on a boat. I spent a year in a refugee camp. And somehow, I ended up here on Hollywood's biggest stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say stories like this only happen in the movies. I cannot believe it's happening to me. This... This is the American dream. There you go. You know, when, when was the last time you heard that at an Oscar ceremony? It was kind of positive. Anyway, uh, you know, it, it, Hollywood's hearing you. Disney is hearing you. There are a lot of people hearing you. I know uh, sometimes you feel beaten up. You feel like, you know, you're, you're shut down and all this. Know that the number one, a number, at least, the, the, well, one of the biggest movies of the year just happened to be Top Gun. And it was a celebration of... Uh, 
of uh, to some degree masculinity, but also uh, uh, pride in America. It really, it really was. People saw it, and they saw it. I mean, it was. They 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 didn't even they didn't admit the Iranians were the Iranians, but you know it it, it was uh, an ode to those of us who are very supportive of our military and and patriotic Americans, and and then all is quiet on the Western Front. Nothing to do with woke. Not just a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant movie about the absolute horror of war from another soldier's perspective. It, it was it was amazing. And if you ever come to Kansas City. Go see this museum. I took my, at the time, 16-year-old daughter. She did not want to go to the World War I museum. She, and I almost dragged kicking and screaming in there. And she left with a sense of reverence. Because you walk in, and there's a field of poppies underneath you. And every one of these thousands of poppies is, I think, 100 lives. And there are, I mean, that war wiped out an entire generation of young men. An entire generation in Germany and Europe. And uh, it's it's brilliant. Let's go to the uh, phones here. I think we got Kathy in Stevensville, Maryland. Hello there, Kathy. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for taking my call and doing a great job. I had two points I wanted to make uh, on some topics you were talking about. Okay. So the first one was Tucker Carlson owes President Trump an apology because mm-hmm. I love Tucker. But guess what? I think he really came down on him and pretty much nailed and agreed with the Democrats, that it was his fault January 6th. So I feel like he really should come out and publicly apologize. Yeah, okay. Um, Uh, Number two, the other thing I I wanted to point out was, um, well, I'm drawing a blank now. That's okay. (laughs) Talk to me about that. I I think I, I don't know, I was on hold getting into the office. That's all right. Were you going to share a delightful recipe? No, nothing like that. Okay. No, no, I just, I feel like Tucker is on an apology and... You know, um, there was another topic you were talking on. That's okay. The Oscars? Was it the Oscars? Was it It Disinformation Inc.? Really? All right. Well, I'm sorry I can't help you there, Kathy. I appreciate your phone call. Let's go to Michelle in Westminster. Hello there, Michelle. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind today? And thanks for holding. I would like to sort of do a connect the dots. Okay, go ahead. Tucker and everything that's happened with Tucker is all part of this. Mm Mm-hmm. With the election, I couldn't understand why they were so arrogant and, ha-ha, we did this. Basically, knowing that we would be able to collect enough evidence to take to whomever and surely plead our case. Until January 6th came along, and they concocted the insurrection, which put them into special session. The motion to be able to put the election results on hold never made it to the floor. Yes. So when anybody went to the Supreme Court, they were told they didn't have standing because nobody was able to say anything on the floor that day because when they came back, they were in emergency session. They took Pelosi, Pence, Schumer, and McConnell out. Once they're gone, that's it. That session's over. When they came back, because of the insurrection, it was under emergency rules. Pelosi had everything scripted. They could not make the motions. Pence said he could not do it legally. Technically, he was right because there were no motions on the floor for him to do so. And they went ahead and did it. And in the middle of all this was Pence. Now, we are, I've I've said this twice on your your program. Hope is the thing that they are trying to take away from us the most. The rest of the world is used to having their hopes dashed. Americans are not. 
we stand up and say, oh, hell no. You don't get to take our hope. You don't get to take our American dream. And that's the reason why we keep getting hit with whack-a-mole. With everything, you t- every time you turn around and you get up every day, there's, what, five, six things we have to put our, wrap our heads around. Yes. And wrapping our head around the fact <laughs> that our government is doing this to us is hard to do. Yeah. So this is, and then Tucker, we were hopeful, just like we thought James Comey was actually going to go ahead and, and nab uh, Hillary. Yep. No reasonable prosecutor, but here you go. Here's the taste. I don't think he did it on purpose. I think he was made to stop. All right, Michelle, brilliant, 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 brilliant points. Uh, you're absolutely 100% right. But you know what? <clears throat> they thought that we would just leave this all in the past. They thought by yelling that it's a big lie. They thought that by yelling that uh, Hunter Biden's laptop was disinformation, that eventually we would just follow along. These are tried and true tactics, except for the government actually literally took a Stalinistic task- tactic of disinformation and weaponized it and funded it. And, and funded it. And, uh, and now through all of this, because see, this, they were able to do, Stalin was able to get away with this. Hitler was able to get away with this. Uh, Castro was able to get away with this because they didn't have a First Amendment. This is the first time that the left has really tangled with the First Amendment. And they almost got it. They almost did. And so I'm not going to give up being optimistic. Okay, I'm not going to be give give up uh, uh, optimism because the day that I do that is the day that you, you know, look at me and I don't know if you look up to me or you look, you know, you want to hear whatever, but uh, uh, all I can do is is I can just encourage you to keep believing and keep fighting and keep fighting through it all. All right. So listen, I'm going to take a break, come back. We got a lot of stuff to get to yet still. This is the Rob Carson show. To all the American haters and anthem kneelers. I think it's misguided to protest the anthem and the flag. Yeah, we're done with you. It's the Rob Carson Show. Last week, we learned that corrupt politicians like Adam Schiff, corrupt NGOs, big media, big tech, colluded to censor, shadow ban, and purge conservative messages surrounding the truth on topics like COVID, the Russia collusion sham, the uh, election steal in January the 6th, and uh, I could go on and on. All of these things were considered to be disinformation or misinformation. And you heard me say, if the government, deep state, the Democrat Party, uh, the uh, uh, big social media and the mainstream media call your opinion disinformation, it means they know you know the truth and they're shutting you down. This was discovered last week by or shared last week by two liberal journal, journalists, one Matt Taibbi of Rolling Stone and the other one a, a gentleman named Michael Schellenberger. Here's Matt Taibbi talking about what he discovered digging into the Twitter files. Form of a new Twitter files thread which was also released to the public this morning. We learned Twitter, Facebook, Google and other companies developed a formal system for taking in moderation requests from every corner of government, from the FBI, the DHS, the HHS, DOD, the Global Engagement Center at State, even the CIA. For every government agency scanning Twitter, there were perhaps 20 quasi-private entities doing the same thing, including Stanford's Election Integrity Partnership, NewsGuard, the Global Disinformation Index, and many others, many taxpayer-funded. A focus of this fast-growing network, as Mike noted, is making lists of people whose opinions, beliefs, associations, or sympathies are deemed misinformation, disinformation, or malinformation. God, I love being right. I just, I love being right. And it really doesn't take anything to, uh, you know, if, if you have the facts behind you and common sense, life experience, and journalistic curiosity. And I'm not even a journalist. <clears throat> I knew all of this two years ago. <laughs> just 
ridiculous. Ridiculous. Uh, by the way, um, the State Department has missed a deadline to provide info on conservative blacklists. So they're, uh, they are uh, pulling their punches. State Department has uh, missed a deadline by James Comer to provide documents related to the agency's funding of the GDI, the Global Disinformation Index, a group blacklisting conservative uh, media outlets, including Newsmax, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, you think that direct TV thing was just about, you know, money? No, 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 not at all. They also, uh, they, they, they created a, a risk, uh, risk tracker of uh, disinformation, and they only, cons- they only had uh, uh, conservative groups, the Federalist, American Conservative, Daily Wire, Real Career Politics, New York Post, all of that. And then we find out this, that like, for instance, the uh, Global Engagement Center, the National Endowment for Democracy, got uh, uh, tens of thousands of dollars to uh, to pay to the Global Disinformation Index, which just went after conservatives, just went after conservatives. And here's Debbie Wasserman Schultz last week claiming absurdly that uh, conservatives have never been targeted. Eyeballs, money, prominence, attention, all of it points to problems with accuracy and credibility. And the larger point which is social media companies are not biased against conservatives, and if anything, they ignored their own policies by allowing Trump and other MAGA extremists to post incessant lies, endangering public safety. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Uh, Everything that uh, she says right there would be true if it weren't for the facts. Kind of weird that way. Let's go to uh, Dan in Salinas, California, or Don. Don, how you doing, my friend? What's up? Well, I, I wanted to say this. The uh, Biden administration is directing the FDIC to cover more than their $250,000 limit per account I know. for the Silicon Valley Bank. Now, my question, without, my question is this. Can the FDIC even legally do this without congressional approval? And number two, if they do it, are they not going to deplete the FDIC fund so that if another Silicon Valley bank fails, Joe Sixpack is going to be paying the bill with his tax money. Well, Don, I'm not a banking expert. I think the uh, I think the answer is obvious. Uh, to be quite honest, of course, the government is going to cover it. Unfortunately, because that's what the government does. And Joe Biden was able to, for instance, uh, 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 spend trillions of our tax dollars with uh, the swipe of a pen with uh, with an executive order. Uh, he's been able to yeah. do that. He with an executive order, he demanded that we pay off college student loans, which, by the way, is still in the Supreme Court. So, yeah, so, yeah he's going to try so and do this. They- can't they take this to court? I well, mean, I, this is this is ridiculous. Uh, you're, yeah. you, it's your fault if you have more than two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in an account. You are taking a risk that you know about. You got it, Don. Why Don, I, I hope they do take it to court. I appreciate your thoughts on it. I have a hard break here. Uh, it can't stand. All right, this cannot stand. Let's take a break. We got uh, reten- retired Colonel John Mills joining us next to talk about cybersecurity and uh, this stuff. There's only one Rob Carson on the radio. Oh, thank God. It's the Rob Carson Show. So as we uh, unveil more of what the deep state was doing to shut us down, uh, this next guest has become increasingly in demand. He is a uh, retired Army colonel, former director of the cybersecurity policy for the Department of Defense. His name is John Mills, and he joins us on the Newsmax hotline. Hello, sir. How are you today? Hey, Rob. Always an honor to be with you on your show. 
I got to tell you, brother, uh, that uh, that uh, testimony last week by Mike, Ta- Mike said Matt Taibbi and Michael Schellenberger was uh, was remarkable. I would assume you uh, you uh, it was much much see must see TV for you. What did you take from it, and uh, did any of it surprise you? Well, it's confirmation of what we suspected of the the direct collusion between within Twitter. There was several collusions going on, and there was there was already uh, collusion uh, within Twitter because of the several personalities. Uh, But there was also uh, like with Elvis Penn, there was it was going on between. Twitter and the U.S. government, and I, I don't know which is more uh, uh, dangerous or concerning. They both are uh, Elvis Chan going with a suitcase full of names of people. Uh, yeah, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty. Uh, uh, that's pretty concerning. And uh, so we we uh, we need to, we need to continue to pursue this aggressively. We cannot have collusion between the, the government and uh, and social media. And I was, uh, I mean, it, it's almost tied into, uh, I, I helped reestablish the DOD relationship with so- Silicon Valley, which included social media, starting back in 2007, 2008. And uh, at the time, we were still kind of focused on war and terror and uh uh, extremists, and we said, oh, hey, this, these things like, and at that time, you know, Twitter was kind of a baby thing, and we go, hey, yeah. you, you can you can get all this data out of here, and wouldn't it be, well, we don't want bad people using it, but, uh, yeah, now we know better. Yeah, and we know that uh, there were a lot of government agencies involved. We know that the Global Engagement Center, we know there's direct money from the DOD. DOD, two organizations that go after conservatives. They they created this. And I said this uh, over a year ago. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. First of all, where did disinformation come from? I've never heard it. They just unveiled this new word, disinformation, and it just so applied to only the opinions conservatives have. It's kind of weird that way. Uh, Colonel Mills, uh, but that was what I thought. I thought this is kind of strange, and then I got to thinking about wait, 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 wait. Disinformation. If if some, uh, what is the only agency? What is the only uh, element <clears throat> or whatever? that could say that something is disinformation and have and hold sway is it uh you know uh, svb bank no is it uh, toyota incorporated no it's the government and if the government decides that it's going to declare something to be disinformation like joseph stalin did in 1923 they're the only organization that command can command and control thought and put opinions describe opinions that differ with the state's narrative uh, as disinformation so it went beyond that to actual funding like for instance the global engagement center and the national endowment for democracy getting six hundred and sixty five thousand dollars to the global disinformation index which ostensibly went after conservative organizations so this is all coming together uh, colonel mills did you suspect all of this and are you uh are you grateful that it's finally coming out and what do you think where do we go from here uh, we need to pursue charges we need to document who did what and we need to pursue charges against government uh, officials that did this there is no justification i can't find any law 
um, that allows this this cottage industry of disinformation uh, to pop up, and it just it they, the government and governments around the world. I remember in jeez, uh, was a number of years ago, I was in Singapore, and Prime Minister Lee, who I have great respect for, talked about disinformation. At the time, it was kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm not totally sure what we're talking about here. But the U.S. government has zealously taken after that. The only thing I can trace this to is the modification of the smith moot Act in 2013 in the National Defense Authorization Act, which kind of, because the smith moot was back uh, from the 40s, and essentially PSYOP cannot be used against the U.S. people and media that is produced by the U.S. government for overseas, for non-U.S. citizen consumption, cannot be pivoted and faced inward toward the, the U.S. population, which was, as I was a PSYOP officer, I went to the PSYOP school at Fort Bragg, the JFK Special Warfare Center School in 1983. You know, we, we always knew that that was a very, very strict legal boundary. But the 2013 change, I think in some way, is what triggered this cottage industry of hey, let this is a good idea. This And again, I was in, I was in involved in the early days and you know what could possibly go wrong here and it just people went absolutely bonko crazy over this government officials and again uh, fbi special agent uh, elvis chan was the bag man from fbi dhs carrying lists of names to twitter on top of what twitter was already doing on its own anyway yes so uh, uh, so this is just insanity. That's the only I knew from day one. I learned I didn't get through 40 years of never being charged or indicted without always understanding very clearly my legal boundaries from the word go. And this absolute deranged, out of control behavior, I, it, it, I can't figure out what. What I think you need to. I think you're looking too early. I, I think that there was some of that going on in 2013. You look at, need to look at the lame duck uh, last uh, two quarters of 2015, going into 2016, and Barack Obama when he signed an executive order. I don't have the department in front of me. He literally signed an executive order that created an agency that would turn. Uh, uh, the like essentially create a CIA to look inward, uh, and it was, it was. I don't have it in front of me, John Mills, but and, and I wish I did. <clears throat> but that there were there's a lot happened that in the last few months of his presidency that set the stage for this, and then they turned it in on us, and that's where we see things like uh, Christopher Ray and uh, and uh, Merrick Garland saying that the biggest threat to the country is white supremacy, which is nonsense. It's always been a movement created by Democrats. KKK was created by Democrats. Republicans fought for slavery, for, or against slavery for crying out loud. And our soldiers of the Union fought and died for enslaved people. So that's always been nonsense. It's always been nonsense that Republicans are racist. Um, but uh, but I, I think you need to look at that last um, that last uh, uh, lame duck period of, of, uh, of Barack Obama's presidency and then realize that the powers that be at the DOJ turn that surveillance and that enemy's list, rather than being facing uh, foreign terrorist targets, they decided to use it against conservative thought. Particularly, uh, they put the pedal to the metal with regard to Trump supporters. Well, well, and that's what I noticed about 2010, 2011, is when uh, they went on vigilant guard. And inside, uh, I was actually asked several times, was I a member of the Tea Party? Me, I'm a corrupt 
At that time, huh. I'm a professional yes. career civilian, yes. and it's like that. That question shouldn't even it was it, it was undignified to even ask that question. Yeah. But there were all there were several people which I uh, actually were part of the group I've named to the. Uh, to the Durham investigation because they'd start to you know you're not part of that Tea Party movement, are you? Well, John, it, uh, Colonel, that that um, you are right about that being the seeds of censorship because it started with the IRS going after uh, uh, conservative um, uh, charities to uh, prevent them from becoming uh, to, to from existing from being tax. Uh, oh, tax oh yeah, 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 yeah. So that's, that's where the seeds. That was just the seeds, baby. Then it got big, and now it's a sequoia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, this is the, the it's, this is all the weaponization of government, and we created all these wonderful tools to track down high value target extremists. But then people said, "Well, geez, why don't we just use these same tools against American citizens?" And it got totally out of control. That's why we need to almost do a total reset of a number of agent departments and agencies, yeah. burn them down, start over again, yeah. because people have just gotten out of control and it's become just uh, just a part of the culture nobody even 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 asked is this what is the legal because that's i always had to know i always had to, i literally would carry the letter what is the legal basis for what i'm doing in this program or operation i would always want to have that the legal basis and i i you know from what it appears nobody inside there are no professionals very few. There are white hats. Don't get me wrong. There are a lot of white hats. Uh, believe me, I've, I've talked to a number of them. But this, it used to be far more pervasive. Let's establish the legal basis. Like the Elvis Chan carrying suitcase of names. What in the world was the legal basis for an FBI agent carrying a briefcase full of names to a company to censor? That is just absolutely outrageous, un-American, yes. Yes. unpatriotic. And did Elvis Chan even question this? And again, what was the legal basis? There was no legal basis. It was just an attempt. It was it was using the levers of power while people are in control to uh, create things that are unprecedented. That's what it's all about. I saw you speaking to uh, Mr. Bannon. I haven't had a chance to really uh, check this out. You were talking about the uh, counter intelligence agent arrest and the collapse of the russia gate and we all know that russia gate was a sham uh what were you discussing with mr uh, bannon uh what's your, what's your oh, information on that oh, Go ahead. absolutely this explosive <clears throat> arrest of the fbi special agent in charge of counterintelligence in the new york field office new york field office of the fbi is, is arguably the largest field activity of the uh, of the fbi it's a huge office and the, the one in charge of counterintelligence in the critical years of like 2015, 2016, uh, Charles McGonigal, uh, uh, in charge of counterintelligence, one of the key figures conducting the Russia, Russia, Russia investigation, retired and is now arrested for taking money from a Russian oligarch. Oh, yes. This is insanity. <laughs> this paints yes. everything he has ever done. Yeah. And it shows a totally this. this you know, it was Jesus James Angleton at CIA who felt he had three. He felt he had a, a a mole, and he was wrong. They had he had three, and it was uh, Larry uh, Y Two Chin uh, uh, who uh, was spying for the Chinese. Uh, it was uh, Aldrich Ames spying for the Russians, yes. and then yes. even after those two were arrested, and yeah. and uh, uh, Larry committed suicide just down the road in the Prince William oh. County Jail in 1984, yeah. uh, they still had a spy, and uh, it was uh, Doug Hansen, FBI uh, 
and special agents. These agencies are riddled with turncoats, riddled with spies, oh, even yeah. despite <laughs> the, the cult of all this counterintelligence. Um, that, that who is watching the watchers? Who is doing? Who is investigating the investigators? They're full of these spies, and here it was, McGonagall. Disgraceful! Everything should be thrown out uh, about uh, Donald J. Trump. Apologies. Everything called off. Yeah. All investigations, which is nothing but deep state suppression of the American yeah. people, yeah. called off. The Charles McGonagall, a re- the guy in charge of Russia, 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 essentially arrested for working for Russia. Getting two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars for Russia. It's it's quite remarkable, isn't it? Hey, can you hold on a second? I want to I want to come back. I know you got this book. <clears throat> it's called The Nation Will Follow. I want to touch on that and a couple of other things. Can you, can you hang on a second, uh, Colonel yeah, John Mills? Absolutely. All right, we'll we'll absolutely. continue in just one second. This, my friends, is the Rob Carson Show. Somebody call a plumber. It's time to drain the swamp. It's the Rob Carson Show. I couldn't think of somebody uh, better to talk about uh, this uh, disinformation industrial complex that was created in the last few years than uh, retired Colonel John Mills, who's written this uh, book. It's called The Nation Will Follow. And if you, by the way, uh, want to get his book, he has some special directions for you. He's on the hotline. Uh, Tell the listeners to use promo code ROB. Absolutely. Promo code ROB. Where do we go? Where do we go to see it then? Where do we go to put the promo code in? The nation will follow dot com. The okay. nation will follow dot com. One word. www.thenationwillfollow.com. Promo code Rob. And not only do you get a copy of the book, if your kid is being bullied in school, Colonel John Mills will go to the school and confront the bully for you. Is that part of it? <laughs> is that what it is? And that's a separate <laughs> price action. <laughs> All right, so let's let's talk about this. Um, our, our time is nigh here. We're running out of time. We did have a lot of things uh, uncovered last week with regard to how the federal government shut down conservative thought. You you are saying that uh, we need to uh, see people, uh, you know, go to prison for this. I believe they need to go to prison for this. But, you know, Absolutely. if you look at all the things, and, and you probably got this, look at all the things that it should have been obvious you couldn't talk about, you could not talk about hydroxychloroquine and um and ivermectin you could not talk about vaccine injuries you could not talk about black lives matter you could not talk about january the 6th you could not talk about the 2020 election the day after the election 2020 my facebook page went away no explanation no recourse didn't show up until last year just out of nowhere like oh oh no biggie we so it's clear that there have been a lot of things that were absolutely declared verboten by the government everything came from the government where do we go from here yeah inside government you call this the tyranny of the accepted narrative tyranny of the accepted narrative where hey what's this heart you cut you go to a meeting of you know senior level meeting hard problems that you got to blast through a number of issues and there's there there often becomes this accepted narrative that yeah. oh yeah that problem is caused by that and it's like yeah. and end of discussion that's it and it's just like if anybody brings up something else everybody goes oh come on we already resolved that no no they didn't and no that is groupthink out of George Orwell 1984 <laughs> yes. Yes. That, there is no such thing as settled science as the great Rush Limbaugh used to say of course. and and we we cannot allow this absolute tyranny 
of the accepted uh, narrative. It is spilled over in the weaponization of government toward the American people. The government works for the people, not the other way around. And we're, we're per Rasmussen, we're 84% of the population who think there is a deep state or, or a, a high likelihood of a deep state. 16% reject the concept of a deep state. Those are deep staters or yeah. totally ignorant. Yeah. And uh, so we cannot allow this. Uh, and just, I, you know, sat in the National Security Council, been at the White House, and, and constantly, whether it was Bush, uh, Bush Senior, uh, or Bush Junior, excuse me, or Obama, these sneering comments about the American people are too stupid to make decisions. We have to make yeah. decisions for them. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. That's, a, that's a horrible attitude, and it's wrong. And everybody takes an oath of office, uh, whether they are a civilian, whether they are military, uphold and defend the constitution not not defend a regime but this this has just become oh, totally out of balance out of yeah. whack yeah. and we need to revisit everything and we need yeah. there's several agencies we need to to uh start from scratch i think dhs needs to be blown up dhs goes away it has to go away everybody sorry apply somewhere else you're done DHS yeah, was well, immediately weaponized, was immediately weaponized against the American people. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, let's say election infrastructure. I still can't find the legal basis for DHS CISA essentially taking over election infrastructure. I'm sorry, well, I can't well, find any U.S. law that allows them to do that. Yeah, but you have a reason for it, and that was to defeat Donald Trump. And you couldn't yeah. say anything about the election. Hey, I, we got to run. We got to run. Um, you go to uh, uh, thenationwillfollow.com and just enter code ROB, R-O-B, to get the book. Uh, 30 seconds. And tell this, me tell me what people are going to get from the book. Go. My time in the deep state, realizing colleagues and friends were spying on candidate Trump and then working a coup against President Trump, me fighting them, outing them to the Durham investigation, and then the action plan for the American citizen on the ground to re-secure their counties. It's all about the counties. And right now, America is twisted around the finger of Maricopa, Fulton, and Philadelphia. So those three counties are going to throw the entire election in 2024 unless we get them secure. But all counties, all 3,300 counties. I love it. I was just out in Phoenix, and I was just out in Phoenix. Uh, Senator Wendy Rogers asked me to come out and give testimony. Right. Well, out we got to run. We got to run. Uh, the nation will follow.com, enter code Carson. Uh, Rob, I should say. Colonel John Mills will have you on again sometime. Got to go. It's the Rob Carson Show. Have a great day, guys. I think Monday started off in a rocking fashion. To check out the podcast, Newsmax.com slash listen. God bless you guys. Stay strong. Stay positive. And I will see you tomorrow. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.